0: Hello and welcome to the Ramen Profitable Podcast. My name is Atish Mazumdar and I'm here with my co-pilot, the great and powerful Chris Scott. And this is the podcast about testing out your ideas, taking your first steps, and really overcoming those obstacles on the way to entrepreneurship. Enjoy. Literally, literally, I had two beers and one whiskey and then this morning was just real bad. It was like real awful. I don't know like how my system has become so fragile, but I was just like unable to function this morning. So when I texted you that I was like, hey, how about 9.30? Can we push back to 9.30? 30? <laughs> because like, I still need to go to the gym and it was, ugh, that was a struggle. So I, I got to the gym late and then me being at the gym was a whole struggle. And then I have to take my dog either on a, on a, uh, I can't say the word because if I say the word, he'll be excited. I have to take him either on a W. Meaning. Well, I figure it asleep. out. He'll figure that out. He's asleep. Yeah. I'm, I think by this time he has figured out what it, what that means because it's like uh-huh. we stopped using the W A L K word, just like we stopped using the P A R K word. Uh, but like now I think he just replaced the, the shortened words for those words. So I don't think it does any <laughs> difference, but Basically, I also had to take him to the P.A.R.K. He's sleeping here on the floor because he's actually like tired because that's what will tire him out. Otherwise, he'll be just badgering the shit out of me, you know, while I'm trying to podcast. So I had to do all this stuff. But the whole time my head is kind of foggy and just like a low, dull headache and just my stomach wasn't feeling good. And so I was just like I was just in a train wreck. So when did I become such a soft, (laughs) you know, individual? I used to be able to hang tough. And now I'm just like, ooh. Can't do it. Well, I think there's something to be said about
1: being acclimated at a young age to always doing that. Right. Because it was like every night we're going out. Right. And then the older you get, you're like, oh, this is why am I still doing this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or
1: uh, it runs its course. And then you, you don't do it as often. And then you wean yourself off of that lifestyle. And then,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, in your head, you think, oh, I can do four beers and nine shots and be fine. But no, uh, no, you yeah. can't do that anymore.
0: Yeah. Turns out you uh, you can't. Turns out. <laughs> turns out I can't. So that was my um, my my question is,
1: what are you spending on groceries a week? Like sixty bucks a week seems like a lot.
0: Oh, dude, no. At least a hundo. A week? Yeah. What are you eating? You, you're like,
1: I don't want to say it because you'll get offended. Like pencil thin. God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't say it. Uh, first of all, you're like I have a family a fish- of toothpicks over there. What are you eating? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. First of all, many corrections to be made. I am actually, right now, the heaviest I've ever been. I've put on a decent amount of muscle. So I take offense to that statement. Is that because you're wearing a sweatshirt? Yeah. Well, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I have, or I happen to be. <laughs> yeah. It's a heavy, it's a weighted shirt, right? No. <laughs> God. Okay. So, first of all, I disagree with that. Second of all, yeah, because I eat. Uh, I don't intermittent fast. I'm eating like six meals a day, so that is quite a bit of food.
1: What are these meals?
0: Oh, these the the meal prep service?
1: No, your meals that you make yourself, and you spend a hundred bucks a week.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of uh, like frequently. I basically just rotate out recipes, so I do a lot of like the same stuff over and over again. So uh, I'll do stuffed peppers. I'll do uh, a pasta with bolognese. I'll do uh, burgers all the time. Uh, Eggs, bacon, you know, breakfast burrito type of stuff, like potato, egg, bacon, cheese, that kind of stuff um, all the time. Uh, Protein shakes, which are expensive uh, because, oh, so see, this is just man, can we just do an hour on all the problems that I have right now? Because actually I could fill, I could fill the fucking hour. Yeah. We
1: have to talk about your shopping habits. Cause that sounds like not a hundred bucks a week to me right now. Everything yeah. you just said.
0: Whoa, 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 wait. So, so, okay. So, <laughs> so, well, okay. Maybe I, maybe it's not a hundred bucks a week. I don't know. Sit so sit down and do your budget for your groceries one week. Well, I did do my budget. That's the thing. And I give myself a hundred bucks a week. I don't, and if I, if it, ca- it carries over, like some of the money carries over. So then I don't have to fund a hundred bucks into that every week. So it kind of varies, but I also pull out of that money out of that fund. Like, you know, when I say screw it and get food, like Thai food from somewhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah. Point being is that, uh, so here's my other problem. <laughs> so I got this great blender, this, uh, like the ninja, uh, all in one, nine things in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. But the problem was, so I was using it every day to make protein shakes because that is far less expensive than getting protein shakes either made at the gym because I go to like a fancy Phoenix gym that you know you can buy, yeah, 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 <laughs> or you can buy the pre-made ones at the grocery store. But those are also fairly expensive, so it's it's cheaper to do it just yourself at home, as is the case with anything, right? But um, my- are you talking about those premier like milk cartons those milk boxes uh no not those um because here's here's the other distinction that you have to make between like the products that most people are buying and the products that i'm buying most of these products like most of these um protein shakes and whatever are targeted towards people who are trying to lose weight whereas i'm doing the opposite i'm trying to get you know, at least 30 mil, uh, 30 grams of protein in each serving. So these are different ones. Um, they carry them at the fries that I have here. But, anyways, doesn't matter. Point is, they're insurers. No, they're definitely not. Um, point is, I'm not like a sick child. <laughs> uh, the point is that uh, the gasket on my blender, like at the bottom where it kind of connects the, the bottom piece, somehow got broke. Broke in after after just repeated use because I always throw some ice in there I do some you know you get the idea right but so it broke so then it started leaking unbeknownst to me it was leaking into the bottom compartment of my blender because that thing isn't like the thing with the motor isn't um like airtight it has holes in it so it was leaking milk into the bottom of that thing which then over time gets old and gets disgusting so then I had to take apart the blender <laughs> with a screwdriver and like pull apart the base unit and now I just have a broken component um the, the gasket part that like I keep searching if I can just get that part but I can't. So now I kind of have this weird thing where it's like, well do I want to replace the exact same blender that I know had an issue for me or do I want to like step up and buy one of those you know expensive blenders? like I mean definitely not the Vitamix because that is just throwing your money away yeah Yeah. it's just ridiculous but but you know the the ninja one was like roughly it was a hundred bucks maybe with a food processor i guess i could always make my protein where did where did you buy this i didn't i got it as a uh, gift
1: oh well then toss it and get a new one
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah okay it's
1: get a new one. I know that's uh, probably disrespectful to whoever gave you the gift, but...
0: Or do you I mean, it was a long time you? ago. Yeah, it was my parents.
1: Oh, do, where, do you know where they got it?
0: At Costco? Oh, probably Target or Costco or some shit, yeah. If they got it at Costco, you could probably return it. That's true. They have great warranties on everything. Yeah, they get to return anything to Costco. Yeah, you know what's weird about Costco is that... um uh, i uh, I feel a bit coming on no this this isn't a bit. <laughs> We're gonna riff. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, the the thing about Costco or or what I like about Costco but also don't like about Costco is that they have great warranties on their car batteries uh, as well as their tires. I think I've bought tires from Costco before as well. Um, but they have great warranties on their car batteries, but the problem is, is that the car batteries that they sell don't fit the shape. Like I, I look, cause they have this big binder next to all the batteries, right? Uh-huh. And so you're supposed to look up your, your year make and model and then that'll across show you which battery you have to choose. Well, I did that and it, you know here's the battery that I should choose. So I was like, huh, that's weird. It looks different than the one that's currently in my car but I mean, this is the one, right? So I grab it, I pay for it. And then I get to my car, uh, this was a while back it doesn't fit in the housing that they have for the battery. Like, how can this be the battery for my car if it doesn't fit in the slot where the battery should go? So then I just basically like pulled out that plastic housing and dropped it in there anyways. Because you lost your battery on the highway. (laughs) Yeah, then it just (laughs) fell out. No, I mean, so far, everything's still fine. (laughs) But it was but now I just don't have that plastic housing where your battery's supposed to go.
1: All right. I think I've discovered your uh main problem. Okay. You keep trying to do things yourself. Yeah. You should stop doing that. What? it doesn't seem like it's working out for you.
0: Uh yeah, maybe I'm just that incompetent guy who like can't. You know, I, that, I you know how people say, you know, there's like street
1: smarts and book smarts. Yes. Yeah, I think you might just be. Something smart
0: <laughs> you're
1: saying I'm not even book smart <laughs> you're you're book smart sure
0: uh yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah it's 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 no good, so that's that's my like status of where I'm at right now it's just uh, all my stuff is kind of in disarray, my body right now is in disarray because I can't even eat a plate of nachos without. Getting all messed up. Well,
1: nachos aren't that great anyway. I don't get the appeal of nachos. Uh,
0: okay, I'm trying to do a, a polite version of the game, but you know the game, right? Where where you would uh, marry one thing, and then you oh, yeah, sc- you, you see what I'm saying? So tacos hey, ma-
1: marry mary boff kill. Is that what it yes, is? I, I think that okay. that would be the
0: polite way to say it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, go ahead and do this for me. Tacos, burritos, nachos. Go. Merry burrito, boff, tacos, kill nachos. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the... I, I, yeah, I mean, of that list. Yeah, I'd do anything for a burrito. Absolutely. In fact, I might get a burrito after this. <laughs> you should. Don't make it yourself. Go get one. Yeah, I mean... It's it's just bad news if I if I do it myself. Yeah, I, have you? Um, that reminds me of our. I mean, uh, that reminds me of our episode where we kind of like we're looking into uh, Tim Ferriss's uh, Four Hour Work Week. Uh-huh. He has a chapter where he basically says that you know if uh, whatever your hourly rate is, like you invent your own hourly rate, and if doing that thing. Is less than what your hourly rate is, you should get have someone else do it, outsource it. So, like for instance, if my if it took me for some reason an hour to make a burrito, which would be insane. Probably does. It probably does. <laughs> it probably does. <laughs> but if my hourly rate to do that was more expensive than it would have cost for me to just go over, you know, down the street and get a burrito from Phoenix Burrito House. Ugh, amazing. Um then obviously I should just outsource the work and have someone else make the burrito. Right. So I think maybe you're right. I think I need to start looking into my life under the, the Tim Ferriss four hour work week guys of like, is this something that's, you know, worth me doing, or is this something that I should outsource so that I can spend more time doing the things that are, you know, because anything related to uh, flow roll at this point is in my hourly rate. Right, uh-huh. like everything is because that's that's the way it is. It's like I'm not. There's no incoming revenue, so therefore my hourly rate. Just is, uh, just give yourself a raise. Yeah, that's that. That's what Tori was kind of more or less. That's what Tori was saying as well. Mm-hmm. She was like, "You got to stop trying to do everything because it's uh, it's just like I take on too much stuff, uh, and then therefore I'm not doing and your blender breaks, yeah." Yeah. And then my blender breaks and then, then everything is uh, everything is everywhere. So I think I need to like, and I've heard that that's a part of getting older as well is that when you're younger, you have this scope of just like everything in the world, basically. And there's, you know, you're, you're running down every opportunity, but as you get older, you kind of funnel yourself into more of a narrow perspective, but you get better at those, those particular things because you're spending more time doing those particular things. So I think I'm getting to a point where I need to somewhat, you know, like do less, if that makes sense. Yeah, I understand. You know what I mean? Because it's like I'm uh, trying to do, oh, I'm trying to keep up this daily meditation practice because, by the way, I need to like step it up on that because my stress reduction is not going well. This week was not great. Um. you know yeah man yeah just stop
1: just stop doing everything
0: yeah because i'm like i'm oh i need to do uh uh i need to do a um i need to do a meditation every single day i work out every single day uh i am reading i'm on pace to read a book a week but that requires a whole lot of work. Then I'm trying to get sleep and I'm trying to do my job and I'm trying to, you know, then at the same time do floral stuff and fix my own blender. Like you can see why this is a lot of shit, right? But
1: why do you want to fix everything yourself? I don't know. Why did you take your blender apart?
0: Because it had a problem. So I took it apart.
1: Why, why why wasn't the thought, Oh, I should get a new blender. Why was it? Let me take it apart.
0: Yeah. I mean, because I mean, blenders
1: are expensive. They're, they're like a, a big purchase you make like every five years because you're probably using them every day. Yeah. But like yeah. normal people buy them once in a lifetime because they use them to make their, you know, pesto every three years.
0: I think I think there's another. Fa- <laughs> yeah, I, I should learn how to make a good pesto. No, um, no. Just go buy it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? I'm I'm sick like this. I can't. I can't I'm like I'm like oh yeah maybe I should make a killer pesto like maybe that'll make me whole you know what I mean it's like I'm just searching for something to like
1: oh to fill that hole in your inner soul
0: yeah or or something it's like it's like I'm always like oh yeah maybe it'd be great if I would be like a bomb-ass chef you know what I mean because for some reason I really want to be a chef I don't know why I I love chef movies um but then I'm also like, oh well, I gotta get really good at jujitsu because I want to do that, or like, oh, I want to lift a lot of weights so I get big, or like, oh, I need to crush it at my job, or like all this. I need to meditate all the time so that I'm a, I can get some inner fucking peace. You know what I mean? Like, why does everybody try and take on no, a whole bunch no, of stuff? No, no, okay, okay. I'm gonna buy a new blender. I think that's the that's the step one. Buy a burrito. Buy a burrito. Take the afternoon yeah.
1: off. Tomorrow morning, after going to the farmers market, buy a blender. Buy a blender. Okay. Th- this I, I, I assume you're going. I assume you two go to a farmers market every Sunday.
0: <laughs> no, we're, I know you think I'm like you're married spending a hundred
1: bucks a week. You're buying buying our Artesian honey from the local honeycomb
0: market. <laughs> uh uh no, no. No, no, no. There's no farmer's market. I know you think that I'm... Oh, well, there is a farmer's market, but I don't go there. Um, I know that you think I'm all old and married and lame, but I'm not. I just buy my groceries like everyone else. I just buy well, obviously a Obviously not. Of- you
1: don't eat dinner at five o'clock. You think eating five, dinner at five is weird.
0: Yeah. Well, wait even- till you try it. Just wait till you try it. Okay. These are all things I'm going to try this month. All things I'm going to... Because I have some rollover money in my budget. I'm going to buy a blender... I'm going to uh, maybe decrease the amount of money that I'm funding into my groceries. See what happens there. And then I'm going to, what was the third thing? Oh, eat dinner at five. I'm going to eat dinner at five o'clock and we'll see how this goes.
1: Because what time do you go to bed? Eight. Oh yeah. Three hours. That's nothing.
0: Yeah, I know. And I need to stop doing, that's the other, maybe you're right. Maybe oh man, maybe Chris is right about so much because it's like I do end up running my meal time directly into bed. You know what I mean? It's like I go seven o'clock, I eat, and then I just immediately crash right into bed. Like that's right. basically my process. And I bet you don't have a heater on at night because of the Dutch oven that happens. <laughs> There's no Dutch
1: oven. <laughs> oh, you don't fart under the sheets?
0: No. Oh, okay. I don't believe you. Oh, you don't uh, you're I mean, asleep. Yeah, that's true. I am asleep. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know that bolognese. Man, oh, I love a good bolognese. Well, so these all this all raises a bunch of really interesting questions uh, about you know how I'm spending my time, how I'm spending my money. These are all things that are important to look at. Uh, but where we left off last week is we were asking some other kind of deep thought provoking questions about how you and but, I, but, but,
1: but we avoided the question
0: I just asked what's that
1: why why are you taking things apart why are you wanting to make your own pesto
0: i mean i can i can give an answer that i think is true but i don't know if this is true because it sounds like you want to
1: tackle everything but what what would what would happen if you knew how to do everything
0: and execute it well that's a good question that's a good question because here's, here's a, so you remember that, that period of time that I spent at a, at a startup when I was yes. working at that startup uh, fairly recently. Sunshine
1: um, models or whatever.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, during that time I was given a coach, like I was given a, a coach that would either, you know, you can talk about your personal life. You could I mostly talked about my professional life because during that time, Whew, I was stressed out. I was not able to function well, while I was working at that yeah. startup. Yeah.
1: You weren't the cool, calm, collected guy you are right now.
0: <laughs> um, I can hear that statement dripping with sarcasm, but I'm going to uh, ignore that and I'm not going to respond to it. Uh, But, but yeah, like, uh, so I had this coach and one of the things that my coach had me do is She was like, it doesn't sound like you know what you want to do because you're kind of trying this, trying that, you're doing, you know, whatever. So she says, instead of doing that or like continue to do that, continue to explore. But at the same time, what I want you to do is I want you to understand what your core values are. And this gets a little woo-woo perhaps, but it also is the right amount of woo-woo and pragmatism for me to like, you know, understand So she says, you need to figure out what your core values are. Uh, And here's like a helpful resource. And it was basically an article that, you know, um, was like, you know, which adjectives would you describe yourself as? And here's a list of adjectives. And then it was like, which adjectives would you like to describe yourself as? And you have to pick like four or five or something like that. So in doing that, you're basically what it's forcing you to do is choose the things that you think represent yourself today. And then choose the things that you want to be like. The Like, for instance, if uh, I was talking to somebody else who doesn't know Chris Scott, and I was like, oh, yeah, my buddy Chris, he's a filmmaker, you know, whatever. It's like, how would you want to be described? What are the things that, you know, are important to you? Uh, and that kind of helps elucidate what your core values are, essentially. So one of the things that I pulled out was that I really, really value, and this is probably because I'm still like programmed in a certain way, I'm still like you know I'm a recovering uh academic you know, yeah, I'm a recovering academic i'm a well more more so than that, I'm recovering from you know just constantly doing whatever my parents have done. you know what i mean like i yeah. I've worked that for the most part out of my system, but i my impulses and my instincts are still there, and so therefore one of my like core values was uh was expertise, was being an expert. And that's just kind of that's how I, you know, do a lot of things. It's like, man, when I was uh working at Undisputed, I was, you know, making myself the authority or an expert on uh Muay Thai kickboxing and like doing that. Oh, now I'm in my new role where I'm basically, you know, an expert of our procurement process and contracts and all that kind of stuff. I want to do that. Uh the reason why I'm pursuing, you know, jujitsu so hard, I want to be an expert in that I want to be an expert in nootropics and doing all that. So that's why I'm like, basically, that's my driving force for a lot of stuff. But unfortunately, I think I don't have a like a governor on that. I just let that kind of run wild because then I'm Oh, well, I want to meditate all the time. And I want to do this. and I want to fix my own blender. You know what I mean? I want to be capable in all sort of sense, which is why I think and now this is this gets more woo-woo and more speculative. But I think that's why, uh, for me personally, James Bond is the the ideal. He's the ideal because he's capable in everything. He can do hand-to-hand fighting, but also dance the tango and also crack a witty pun and, you know, whatever. It's like, he can do it all. He can drive a car, you know, all crazy. It's like, he's just very capable. And I think that's what I want to be in a sense not bond james bond but i want to be very capable in all sorts of things so that manifests itself by me taking my broken blender and possibly breaking it even further (laughs) all right let me ask you this what is an expert huh um i guess i would have to say an expert is someone who has demonstrated strong acumen with whatever the subject is basically someone who is in the top tier of understanding maybe of whatever that subject is the subject in question top
1: tier what does top tier mean Ooh. and is that really necessary to be an expert
0: That's an interesting question.
1: So I assume you go to a jujitsu gym with a, I don't know, a sensei. Is it a dojo And you do your kata? I
0: don't know what happens.
1: I don't remember what happens at jujitsu. But I assume there's like a upper guy, like a black belt or a brown belt. Yeah,
0: Yeah. there there are the black belts uh, who all train there. Then there's the head black belt who owns the place. And then even above him is Helson Gracie who's the guy who taught him and he's from the original Brazilian jiu-jitsu family. He's the the top of the top of the top.
1: Right. So it, to become an expert in jiu-jitsu, would you have to be better than Gracie? Is that a thing? Uh
0: name? Uh, Helson Gracie. Well, first of all, I think that's practically impossible because he invented the system, <laughs> but um, uh, see, that's kind of the weird thing. I think that you're, you're really actually pulling the thread on something kind of interesting here because it's, my definition of expertise evolves with me because right now, the only thing I think that it would take for me to be an expert, quote unquote, would just to be a black belt. Or your mindset. Bro. <laughs> right. Well, no, I mean, I,
1: I do feel like jujitsu is definitely something that can, uh, that definitely, you can track your ranking throughout your expertise because you have the belt system.
0: Right. It's, it's more obvious. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, there's like teal and fuchsia belts and there's like green stripes and stuff and such right
0: uh this this episode will be called chris scott shows his ass by not knowing anything about brazilian (laughs) jiu-jitsu
1: i know i'm making a joke i'm making a joke i know there's not fuchsia or teal it's magenta and lavender
0: right okay
1: there you go okay never mind he does know he does know we're perfect but at the same time, it's it's you're, you're still training with people that aren't Gracie. Right. Uh, you're training with people that trained with him. Right. Uh, and even they are not the top of their class. Right.
0: I mean, I guess I, I don't really think of it like that, which is interesting. But, yeah, I guess that's kind of true. But then
1: you train with other people below that as well. Right. Correct. So because it's a working progress. Right. Yeah. But how, how, what, what, but, but you think getting to black belt, you would be an expert?
0: Well, that's kind of the thing. I think that now. Wait, wait, wait.
1: First question. Uh, second question. What, what is your belt at the moment? Is it one of those reversible black brown belts?
0: Yeah. It's, re- <laughs> yeah. It, it works for jujitsu. It also works for my dockers. It's perfect. Nice. nice, nice. Um, All right. No, uh, I'm a four stripe blue.
1: Four stripe blue. That means you're 12 stripes away from black.
0: Uh, Green, weird, brown. Weirdly Brown's enough, that's next. I, that's kind of true. It's purple is next, then brown, then black. Okay, okay. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, I mean, that's that's actually a really good point that you're making. Is that I right now I identify expertise with this level, but as I close the gap on that level, where I'd probably say an expert is, is the next one, right? Uh-huh. So. So right now I'm just like, oh man, if you're a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you're an expert. But then once I get there, or once I even get one layer beneath, I'll probably be like, oh well, yeah, that's a certain level of expertise. But the real expert is, you know, this, and it and it just kind of constantly goes. And I wonder if that's maybe the because this is kind of
1: uh, I I assume this might be a really uh, terrible assumption, worse than the ones I made earlier about belts. that at a certain point, it's just all about practice and commitment. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's true. Right. At, at a certain point, because it's, it's less about, you know, things like, um, it's less about like physical prowess and stuff like that. It's literally just like, how much are you studying? How much are you, you know? Yeah. But basically, basically commitment and practice. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I, cause I assume there's X amount of moves that can be done. Uh yes and no. It's like it is constantly like that's sort of that's sort of what I mean by expertise, because like there's this statement that this guy, John Danaher, made, which don't expect you to know John Danaher, but John Danaher is like um he's an expert. He is an expert. John Danaher is an expert. And he said this statement, which doesn't mean anything to me, because to me, like right now, I'm like, oh yeah, black belts, that's an expert. But he said there, and this isn't a, a dumb statement, but it's he said uh, there are black belts and then there are black belts. And what he means is, is that like there's to, to outsiders, it's like, oh yeah, that's the top. But once you actually know, it's like there's a constant evolution. And so there there's a wide range of expertise within that level. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is that, I guess what I'm saying is that Maybe maybe part of not necessarily the problem, but something that I would have to acknowledge is that my idea of expertise continues to kind of stagger step up as I stagger step up, and not just in jujitsu and all things, right? Because I used to think having a college degree was, you know, oh, you're fucking smart, you know, whatever, and it's like, no, turns out, turns out not. Yeah,
1: college college students are hilarious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and to to, the, to be fair, that was when I was in college and maybe even directly after college, when I was still like, you know, oh, what piece of paper should I get next? You know, but uh, but I used to think that that was that meant a level of expertise. But it's like, realistically, everything that I've learned in my current job, I didn't get in my degree. I, I didn't do any of that. Right. So
1: um, let me ask you this new question. What do you consider yourself an expert in? nothing why is that
0: because i think that i'm pursuing it that i don't think i'm an expert in anything
1: but you've already you know what is it The you know, crash through the glass ceiling like charlie chocolate factory really wonka chocolate factory you have you know as a child i assumed you thought having a degree would make you an expert yeah you have a master's degree yes all right you are a. Yellow 4 four-time yellow belt. Nope. Four-stripe blue belter.
0: Yeah, four-stripe yellow belt. <laughs> I
1: assume that took you 15 years to get, 10 years to uh, get.
0: No. 12. But, years but to get. let's just say, yeah, sure.
1: Eight years to get, seven years, six
0: 12 45 My God. <laughs> yes, forty-five. <laughs> it took me forty-five years. Oh, you're
1: 45, you're older than me, and you're making fun of me having dinner at five. <laughs> Uh, no, like it seems like you're two belts away from being what you would consider an expert, right? And look, and you could probably look behind you at people that have uh, different belts below your rank, right? Like they will look at you as an expert.
0: Y- yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. And it's like you've put in
1: some work, but you don't wouldn't consider yourself an expert in jujitsu.
0: Yeah, I don't consider myself an expert. But that said, if uh, a if a lower belt rolls with me it's very clear who's in control of this situation and b if it's just some random asshole on the street then you know it's it's definitely all
1: right so you got that going for you uh got, also, which is nice <laughs> also you're in a current uh, in, uh a job where you had a position created for you because of your expertise in figuring out a bunch of malarkey and how to electrocute people on camera uh,
0: yeah yeah i
1: suppose that's true So it's like, what, what, why don't you consider yourself an expert? I mean, all these things are milestones to the average person.
0: That's an interesting question. I, I think that it's probably because uh, have you ever heard of imposter syndrome? Oh yeah. I think we've talked about that. Yeah. I remember when I got into the U of A, for instance, this is just an example. When I got into the U of A, I got a full ride scholarship, I got the Wildcat Excellence Award. And I remember saying at the time that, uh, oh, well, I'm sure a lot of people got that. Like it's not a big deal. And I'm sure a lot of people did get that, but it is a big deal because I went to college for free. You know what I mean? Like I had such a shitty attitude about it. Now that I'm looking back, that I was just like, "Oh well, a lot of people got that. What does it matter?" But it's like it matters. A lot of people go in debt to go to college. I got the privilege to go to college for free. That's huge. Yeah. Similarly, I think that this kind of stems, and I don't want to, you know, open up that door where it's just like, "Oh, it's all my parents' fault," <laughs> you know, because because that's kind of in the direction where this is going. But for instance, um, I didn't go to my college graduation because for me it just wasn't important it was expected like it wasn't a threshold to like get a college degree that was the idea it was expected my that would that was always it wasn't it wasn't nuanced whereas I know people who you know their parents it was a huge deal to their parents when they graduated from high school uh-huh. you know it's like it's, it's just a difference in perspective so I think for some reason I've always aligned myself like I need to be And, and to be clear, it's like, my parents didn't put this thought into my head, but like for, for a long time, and I'm, I'm recovering from this now, but I, uh, I thought that like, I better have a hundred K in the bank before I turn 30. Don't know why, don't know why, but that was like, that was just how I thought that I was like, Oh, if I don't, then I'm fucked. Uh Which is crazy because newsflash, I don't have a hundred K in the bank and I turned 30 this year. (laughs) (laughs) Like not even close to hundred (laughs) K. Um, but, but I used to just identify that like that would be the thing, right. Or, or similarly, you know, um, I needed to be in a career that would give me the, the white picket fence and the 2.5 car garage and all that kind of stuff, not for the material objects of having it, but just that I remember one day, um, my mom, this was when I was a kid, my mom's car broke down and they just like, had it fixed. they uh-huh. just She she got a tow or something like that, like from her insurance, it got to the shop, they fixed it, she was able to drive out of there. It was a long afternoon, but they just did it. There was no conversation about like, oh, which car are we going to put this on? Or, oh my God, this is totally going to, you know, this is a huge deal. It's like, whatever it costs, they just paid it. And that became more instrumental. And, and this is kind of why I think I have a lot of problems in terms of or or why I used to have a lot of problems in terms of career selection or in terms of like pursuing my quote unquote passions or anything like that is because what I always identified the goal with more was I need to make sure I'm safe in life. I need to make sure I'm okay. That, that one, you know, uh, vet bill for grizzly or one, you know, car problem or whatever, isn't going to completely fucking destroy me. Nothing so, about your wife. Jeez. Huh? Nothing no, about your I, wife. Yeah, no, of course. my wife too in fact most recently we bought her a used crv which is like actually kind of a cool car anyways point is nice 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 the point is is that um the goal was always more about like comfortability and compensation than it was about me actually doing anything and that i think is the core problem with my like underlying psychology of the selection that I make for my career is because I, I need to constantly fight those impulses because my impulses are just telling me that like oh you need to make sure you uh, learn the skills that mean you means you're irreplaceable and you have this unique talent stack that puts you into wherever just so you can make the money to do x, y and z. but it's like, well wait a minute like if I back up right now, I live in a decent house, you know, uh, the definitely needs some remodeling from the landlord, but that's besides the point. And our AC unit shut off twice last summer. So that's not great either, but you know, it's, it's a good house. Uh, I work a job where I can, you know, spend a hundred bucks a week on groceries.
1: Too much, too much, man.
0: Uh, you know, and everything's going all right. Like everything's fine. So I need to stop with this kind of like famine thinking or this starvation mentality that like, Oh, I'm on the razor's edge. I'm so fucked. It's like, no, just do the things. Like I've always sacrificed doing the things that I like or the things that I would want to do in order to do the things that I think are the like right safe moves. And I know that Uh that's a cliche, but, but it's a cliche for a reason. So I'm, so when I say I'm recovering from that mindset, it's like, it's still, those are my direct impulses. And I guess it manifests itself in my idea of expertise because you're right. It's like, why don't I give myself credit for being of some level of expertise now? And it's because I don't, like, I made considerably less money than I do right now back when I first moved to Phoenix. But for some reason, my idea of how much of an expert I am hasn't changed since that time. Uh-huh. I mean, why is that? It's it's because yeah. it's a constantly shifting goal. But I also I guess I'm not doing a good enough job at like just appreciating where I am right now and making decisions that would actually drive like, you know, an interesting career, uh, the steps that would drive me towards my other goals that are like, you know, Uh, the creative side of it. Like I actively want to create something. I want to take ownership over a product. I like the job that I have right now, but I don't have ownership over any of it. The Uh decisions are made way upstream and we just execute according to that plan. I like the idea. Like I really, really am drawn and attached to, you know, the idea of having like my product. And maybe that's why I resonate so much with, you know, being like, Uh, like why I read Anthony Bourdain's book over and over again, or why I resonate with like all these chef movies is because it's like, that's their creation and they put it out, you know? And it's it's, it's like, it's
1: immediate. It's a immediate satisfaction of creating something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I want that in my life, but I keep not going towards that because I make these decisions to be safe or to drive whatever compensate, like to get myself to that hundred K you know, and to and to do whatever, you know, and it's like, man, I didn't anticipate having this conversation, but uh, it's it's uh, really clearing out a lot of stuff right now.
1: <laughs> you can only have these conversations hungover.
0: Yeah, that's true. This is <laughs> that's true. This is a very hungover conversation. This is very reminiscent of uh, the times where we would go get coffee or do a podcast or something back in Tucson and one or both of us would be hung over and this is exactly the kind of like thought process that I'd be having is that like yeah I I just I wonder how I can put that and I wonder if these things are tied together like do you see these things as tied together or not that I take on all this other shit because I want to be super capable or whatever but then I don't do the things that you know I I I say that I want, not for a safe or not for a, you know, good career. He did the the right thing. He's got a 401k and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I have other objectives. I have other goals, but I don't hit those or, or I don't, I resonate with like safety first before I do that. And I'm wondering if maybe that's the difference, right? You don't get to be Michael Jordan. If you are first concerned with like the safety, you, you kind of have to be crazy. Right,
1: yeah, you kind of have to be crazy, but also Michael Jordan just focused on
0: basketball. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't take apart his blender, is what you're saying.
1: He didn't take apart his blender, but I'm I'm wondering if the need to uh, be an expert in everything—that's—I that, wonder if that's just uh, that's the imposter syndrome part because you don't know how to take apart a part of blender, you can't use a blender.
0: Yeah. No, I, that's, that's an interesting perspective. I actually hadn't really considered that, but the idea that, um, the idea that I use the desire to be an expert in everything to keep myself from.
1: It's your personal roadblock you keep putting up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Stop
1: you from working on the things you want to work on.
0: Yeah. But why would I do that?
1: Why would I self-sabotage? It's self-sabotage because you want to do something you don't think you're an expert in.
0: You're blowing my mind right now.
1: And instead of <laughs> trying to become an expert in that, you're, you know, figuring everything else out around it before you get yeah. to the, doing the hard work, the hard, yeah. hard work. Mm-hmm. The the nitty gritty.
0: No, that's that that that's so true. That's so true, right? Because I mean,
1: mean, you can even order groceries online. Why are you spending a hundred bucks a week? You can have it all figured out right there and have them delivered to your door. You just or do curbside pickup. Come on, hundred bucks a week. Also, you could get a blender online. You could order that at target.com and do a curbside pickup. What are you doing?
0: Right. No, I mean, you're right. Yeah. It's like the solutions are right there. You know, there's no reason I can't do those things. Yeah. But I'm I'm specifically not because I'm trying to, you know, oh, I want to be the guy who also fixes his own shit and does all the th- it's, it's too much stuff. Like there's this quote from uh, my favorite, the, the in my opinion, the best season of television to ever air on television. Season nine of Frasier. <laughs> right. You know, Frasier is one of the rare shows that actually got better as time went goes on. Like, most shows, like, for instance, Community, I was a really big fan of Community, but it gets progressively worse as time goes on. Like, it just gets worse. Um, Fraser actually kind of gets better as time goes on, I think. I agree. I don't know. Anyways. um, No, uh, the, the best season of television that ever aired on television, in my opinion, was True Detective season one. Just throwing that out there. In it, Rust Cole says something that originally was kind of offensive to me as a concept, but now I'm starting to like, I think it's a little reductive, but I'm starting to think that maybe this is the case. He says that uh, uh, life's barely long enough to get good at one thing. So be careful what you get good at. You know what I mean? And I'm starting to wonder if, not, not that I think that there's a clock or that there's anything, you know, whatever, but if I continue to, you know try and just do everything and then do things you know crappy basically or or like not as good as if i was just doing that thing like i wonder if i'm trying to be too much of like a polymath as opposed to be being you know like find my thing and get good at that uh-huh i don't know well
1: i i could see the logic behind that I mean, you know, even to, I don't know, but I guess it depends on what you call an expert. If like, you're like the one guy that everyone goes to mm-hmm. when you're like 80 in whatever <laughs> field you're working in, I assume maybe that's what he's talking about. But
0: yeah. If you're Paul Krugman,
1: if you're Paul Krugman, he's an economist. Oh, don't even know who that is, but people, I, I
0: like Alan Greenspan.
1: <laughs> um. Sure. So, uh, but I guess what it is, it's it's uh why why be an expert in everything when you want to focus on one, the one thing? So what are you gonna yeah. do about that, Atish?
0: I think this uh baby steps. Yeah, gonna, yeah, Buy right. a blender. Don't, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're totally right. There's a buy a blender, buy a burrito. Like you're you're gonna get
1: a subscription to audio
0: blocks, audible. Audible. Well, I have a subscription to Audible. Read your books while walking the dog. I just, I fundamentally don't think that that's the same thing, but I might be wrong. It is. Do it. Is it?
1: Yeah, you're still absorbing information. How much of that do you really retain anyway of the 900 books
0: you read last year? That's true. Well, first of all, I only read 46.
1: Because of, because Count of Monte Cristo counts as 800.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And uh, actually, my favorite book of last year was The Count of Monte Cristo. So I guess it all kind of panned out. Um, no, you're right. I think that I think the thing I think ultimately it's uh, the answer is actually from the four hour work week. I think I at least need to start adopting that mentality. I have an hourly rate. If this thing doesn't meet, if it's below my hourly rate, outsource it by the blender. There's no reason for me. Why do I want to become a blender technician? <laughs> like Exactly. I'm not, that is nowhere in my talent stack. That's nowhere in my goals. And yet for some reason, I'm like, hmm, let's get down to business and figure out what's wrong with my planter. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm going to
1: set your hourly rate for you right now. Oh, okay. Go for it. All right. As a four striper, blue belter. Right. <laughs> is what you guys call it blue belter yep. uh, as a person with a master's degree. Which yeah. I did not even know you were getting a master's when I first met you, which is insane. And as a person who had a, uh, what is it? A Fortune 500 company? Yeah. Make up a position just for you. Yeah. Your skill set. Your hourly rate is $1,000 an hour.
0: What? That's insane. That's everything then. That's crazy that I'm not even. That's. <laughs> nope. Hey, try it for a week. Try it for okay. a week. $1,000
1: an hour. 1000 bucks an hour. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty accurate in my assessment.
0: That just means that everything except for car repair is <laughs> like, and even some car repair, the kind of car repair that I need, obviously. Okay, well, hey, yeah, hey, 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 hey,
1: all this freaking out you're doing right now, below your pay grade. <laughs> Outsource it. Okay,
0: okay, uh, okay.
1: All right, we'll, it. we'll give it a gotta, shot. I'll, Go to Scottsdale, get one of those freaking IVs that they hand out to rich people with hangovers while you eat your burrito or have it delivered to your house because your pay grade is really high.
0: Right. And and, and, uh, I am currently CEO and president of uh, For All.
1: (laughs) Oh, I forgot to incorporate that into the hourly rate. Yeah. Okay. Next week, I'll probably give you a raise once I factor that in.
0: All right, I'm going to give it a shot. This week I'm going to try to set my hourly rate. I'm not going to do the things that are below my hourly rate that are basically is me putting time into things that I don't even have an end goal. What, like okay, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. I'll give it a shot.
1: All right. I am going to exclude uh cooking from below your pay grade because that's right. something you enjoy doing
0: right it is something i enjoy doing yeah take more time
1: to do that make your pesto make your bolognese make your stuffed peppers with i assumed 900 a pound ground turkey
0: oh well, either either ground beef or ground bison both are great all right okay fine look and Uh, fine this will be a practice and mentality but like that's it's like in a way I'm sort of so uh, jealous of you and it's it's really and it's like it's completely like probably missing the forest through the trees but it's like you knew something that you wanted to do and something you wanted to get into and then you pursued that I'm wondering have I precluded myself from doing that by being a uh, being like I need to be an expert in everything. And I need to, you know, get the, get the 2.5 car garage and the have a hundred K in my bank account by 30. Like, have I kind of prevented myself from, from diving deep into something that I actually like would love or that I, that I, you know, do you know what I mean? Right. I don't think you
1: have, I don't think it's too late. I don't think whatever you're worried about is uh, at your pay level.
0: Ah yes, that's so. Y- so these right. slots
1: that you, these slots that you're having right now, you need to pay someone to figure them out for you.
0: You're so, right.
1: So talk to your therapist about it. <laughs> your therapist you have on speed dial because
0: <laughs> uh, we're I, I'm on an off week with my therapist. We we do we have an A week and a B week. So I'm give on him a B call. Week right give now. him a call right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need an emergency. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna give it a shot. You know what? It's below my pay grade to have these kind of concerns. I'm a mission oriented person. I'm I'm gonna no. do my stuff. Yeah. You know that Jim Carrey movie? Yes, man. Y-
1: yes. <laughs> That's gonna be your answer to whatever pops up. This is below my pay grade. Yeah. Call an expert. Call Geico. Yeah. Yeah. Call Fries. Call ProteinShakeMakers dot
0: Okay. All right. Yeah gonna give it a shot gonna give it a shot I'm, I'm gonna call people we're gonna outsource the work someone else is gonna make a burrito today i'm gonna enjoy it and i'm gonna enjoy the time savings that i get from getting that burrito exactly and i mean yeah i don't cut my own hair right you evidently do
1: well i'm just i'm just afraid of all the dirty gross people
0: yeah i'm we're also, in a pandemic but did you uh did you hear that the mandates the capacity okay. mandates have been removed yeah it's insane
1: I'm not looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. It's like, great. All the things that kind of, because I was still going to the gym, but that was basically it. But it's like, great. Now my comfortability with the gym is also kind of pushing the boundaries. because yeah. Yeah, well, already it's like, I'm getting, I because I go super early in the morning so I can, you know, there's not really that many people around and, you know, whatever. But already I've noticed people have started completely slacking about the mask etiquette and shit like that. Yeah. Like, they'll have them, but they'll either just, you know, completely put them under the chin or they'll just take them off and it's just like hanging off one side. And it's like, what the fuck? Like at bare minimum, I get it that it, you don't want to or whatever, but why would you be so selfish that you wouldn't think that somebody else might just be more comfortable if you did? Like, I don't, I don't really care, uh, but I'm always going to wear it so that other people are comfortable. Like, what's the problem with that? I mean, anyways, this is maybe not the forum for that. <laughs> right. Well,
1: or you, uh, with your new pay raise. Just go to our right. private gym. Yeah. I mean, I do have this fancy mirror thing. You do have the, do you see that you SNL skit with the mirror? No. It's, it was kind of funny. It was all right. I give it a, a B plus. A B. <laughs> it was it was all right. <laughs> Yeah, It was like, yeah, uh, they had Nick Jonas as a trainer. He's like, we're going to do arms, like curl them, curl them. Mm. And then they had one of the girls do, we're going to stretch now, do your stretches. Mm. And then it just had some old lady in there that was trapped by some dark demon. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty funny.
0: Odd. Um, last thing I'll note uh, uh, for this random collection. Actually this, this episode turned into a therapy session, which was great. for me. (laughs) Um, But I would say that, like, you know, maybe these are the kind of questions that, you know, listeners should be asking themselves all the time. Orient yourself. Like Chris is basically what he's doing is he's pushing me here because he is forcing me. He's basically by asking why, you know, and just keeping like always asking the next level of why. Oh, why do you feel that? Then I explain what an expert is. Well, why do you feel that you're not an expert? Like, basically, by continuing to push that, you get to the core of you know whatever your hangups are, and for me, it's that I am just doing a whole bunch of shit <laughs> in the hopes that you know, like I can. It's it's just not directed and it's not focused. Uh, but completely separate of that, something weird has happened across the the past three weeks, and I'll close with this. Uh oh. The first time I saw Tenet, the movie, I didn't like it, and I was gonna trash it. And then I watched it two more times and now I'm obsessed with it and I can't stop. I'm listening to the sound. Sa- the soundtrack is the best thing to listen to while you're working or like when you need to focus. But now I actually it's like, what happened? I got completely converted. Huh. I've only
1: seen it once. Maybe I should give it another watch, but I'll take your word for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's an endeavor because, of course, any Nolan movie is long and like, you know, but the by the second or third time, it, it really is a movie that just makes more sense the second time around. So you just enjoy it more. Right. And and then you're kind of looking for these intricate little details. So I'm going to update my review of Tenet.
1: I guess I will watch it two more times before you do
0: that. <laughs> I mean, let's uh, let's 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 see what happens. Let's let's see if we end up coming to the same conclusions or not we'll see because i'm curious on your take all right chris scott any plugs uh
1: just follow me on social media at elephant scout and our podcast is still going strong tucson heat it's available wherever you find your favorite podcasts
0: did uh episode i gave episode one a listen did episode two uh oh i have many uh not notes but i have many many things uh but uh uh did episode episode two dropped right yeah last tuesday hell yeah Perfect. So
1: three will be out on this coming Tuesday. Oh great. You've got it on a weekly cycle. Yeah, we're doing it every week. And then until we get caught up with episodes then we're probably gonna drop them all at once.
0: Oh gotcha, gotcha. So how many how long is this series gonna be? Like what, what's the plan for it right now? Eight episodes. Eight episodes. That's a that's a uh, HBO limited series right yeah, there.
1: Yeah. I yeah, like it. Solid, solid link.
0: Yeah, definitely go check out Tucson Heat. Um I can definitely say I was trying to, uh, I was like just imagining people recording in the, in the boots that you made. Super. Oh yeah. Who are you to talk actually? You're making your own boots. Out of necessity. Yeah. I guess that's different. That's also,
1: and the reason why I didn't buy one is because they're like $10,000.
0: Right. It's like, there's a big difference between buying a blender, like a hundred buck blender and, and buying a soundproof, podcast studio
1: (laughs) right exactly
0: yeah i guess there's a big delta there all right well you can follow me at atish mazish on instagram um we are uh the only positive thing about this change in mandates or people relaxing is that we are back to the jujitsu gym uh which means that i am back on testing and uh i'm just i think i'm gonna uh my bonus check got pushed back to the fifteenth, but I think I'm going to do a major purchase then. Uh, for for uh, maybe even outsource of Hell, maybe not. Maybe not yep, just do like it's a massive below budget. your pay grade. Yeah, maybe just maybe just outsource the creation of the first the first push, and then I'm probably going to be doing a friends and family sweep, where I'm just going to be giving them to everybody under the sun uh, who is under those categories just so we can get a wider array of data points so we can get people maybe talking about it maybe if uh, enough people at my jiu-jitsu gym have a bottle then uh it'll be like oh have you tried it have you you know we can generate some buzz around it that's kind of what my hope is um so that'll be exciting i'm, I'm very excited for that